Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Manure application is a big part of the conservation conversation here in Wisconsin. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. I talked to Jesse Duracek. He's a custom manure applicator in northeastern Wisconsin. They pump around 250 million gallons per year. He explains how that sustainability narrative fits into his line of work. Uh, We have to take in mind a lot of different accounts, uh, a lot of different factors going into what we do. We have to work with each customer and try to bring in their plan and their vision for what they want to do today and then on into the future when it comes into no-till, minimum till applications, or full tillage type applications to keep nutrients in the soil. So we have to have multiple different pieces of equipment to kind of help fit their vision and and, uh, get them to the point where they want to be in a lot more conservation tillage and application processes are coming so we're kind of actively always changing and and trying to keep up with the changing times so we can uh, keep our customers successful and sustainable in the future. Just to give people some perspective here when you first started was it like the throwing the manure up in the air onto the field versus what it is today? So when I started I grew up on a 250 cow dairy in northeast Wisconsin in Reedsville and uh, I used to haul manure for dad you know we grew up on that dairy and it was spraying it up in the air through the tanker out the back that was just commonplace that's what equipment was available so that's what we used um, and as that evolved it we we started going into semis so the first semi showed up then we started putting it in a semi and hauling it out to the field and dumping it out the back um, and and now the majority of our work all go it may it still goes through a semi but now through a drag line and directly into the ground so pretty much anything we do for application wise everything is all on ground nothing goes up and into the air nothing volatilizes um, it's all I mean it still smells but it's all pretty clean nowadays it's it's a lot different than it used to be yeah well the bottom line here is change and I you said uh, the only constant in your business is change right as your clients change you have to what does that do for inputs for costs how does that impact your business so if you want to just work manure in with a simple disc, it's it's relatively inexpensive. There's still a cost, but it's a little easier to maintain, um, and you're not moving a lot of dirt, so not a lot of ground engagement. But now, <clears throat> with conservation in mind, we're starting to use more specialized equipment, more technology is being involved. And every time you add a wire or a sensor or something like that, it just it adds to the cost. Um, you know, when we could probably get by with something that was a $20,000 input for a toolbar um, 10, 20 years, 10, 15 years ago, um, now we're looking at 80, 100, $180,000 inputs just for the unit that we're pulling behind the tractor. So, yeah, I mean, it's increased a lot, but it's also forced me as a business owner to find efficiencies where I can. So it's, it's helped me be a better businessman as well and uh, help my customers get to where they want to be. Well, now let's talk about that from a farmer's perspective. When they're hiring you, are their costs going up and how do they justify that? I guess when I sit down with my customers, the price is the last thing I like to talk about. Uh, a lot of times I like to sit and visit, learn about their operation as best I can, and then see how I can bring value to their operation. Um, 
back in the day, I think manure used to be viewed as a waste product, and and, and that's changed in the most recent future, uh, five, six, seven years ago. There is a massive value to that nutrient that's being stored in that pit all year long. So if I can show them with the use of technology through John Deere, that's what we use, um, how we can pinpoint placement of manure on the right acre in the right places within the scope of regulation in the state of Wisconsin, um, putting the right amount of gallons in the right places and staying away from places we're not supposed to be in, um, keeping their farm off the map essentially when it comes to you know working with the DNR and stuff like that. Um, the, the less problems they have, the more efficient we can be, uh, ever, that's a win-win for, for my customer and for myself. It's also a win for just residents in Northeast Wisconsin. From your point of view, are you seeing progress? Absolutely. Um, our customers have helped do some of that too. Uh, when we first got started, we you know, had a lot more louder equipment and like when it comes to the semis and stuff like that. Uh, we, we've been forced by the neighbors and the townships around to, to become a little more uh, non-visual. They don't want to see us. They don't want to hear us, which it totally makes sense. And, and we're running a business too, so we, we kind of have to work with what we have going on around us. Um, the the new techno newer technology with larger diameter hoses and bigger pumps and horsepower for pushing manure through hoses takes the takes the manure off the road and off those trucks um, and our customers are finding that some of the neighbors are like oh we didn't even know you were around per se um, well it's because we're changing the way we do things we can go five miles with manure through a hose instead of putting it on a truck and hauling it five miles well that's huge when it comes to the cost to the grower you know, the township the neighbors I mean it's all visual it's you're seeing us if we're out there but if you don't have to deal with hundreds of semis driving by every day well that, that's a good thing for everybody Farmers are pretty concerned about fertilizer prices going up. Where does that put you in your business? I think this next year we're going to be probably doing some things we've tried in the past that we had some successes with, but guys were just really tentative. Uh, I think we're going to maybe see some more spring manure applications this year because they have that nutrient stored in the pit. Um, normally we like to stay away from spring manure if we can, get the crop planted, get it off to a good start. Um, we've also gone to the point where we've planted corn and put manure on after the corn was up. Uh, up to about V3, V4. So there's another opportunity to put manure on or nutrients on, uh, you know, and, and use that stored value um, instead of having to maybe buy a thousand dollar a ton fertilizer, 80 cents a, a, a unit or something like that for N. Uh, so I think there's, I think we're going to be doing some different things this next spring that we maybe haven't done a lot of in the past. But that also hopefully opens up uh, a fall. That way we can move 10 or 20% more volume in spring and not have to try to do it in fall. Well, that just makes everybody's life a little easier because we never know what fall's going to bring. That's Jesse Dirichak offering perspective as a custom manure applicator from Northeast Wisconsin. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.